to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with more relationship news, confessions of a teenage drama queen, <laughs> and Croc stilettos. <laughs> ah, another great app. Buckle up. Oh. Before we get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right, at the top, Tea Time is checking in with relationship news, including an engagement watch, which is really fun. We haven't done that in a bit. Guys, the most important relationship of all, as we know, is friendship. So we wanted to really quick give a special birthday shout out wow. uh, to one of our listeners, Haley. Her birthday was on Wednesday. Her friend, Julia, who's a very good friend, <laughs> asked that we do this. And since we have about 10 listeners plus our parents, we decided to do it. Uh, Haley, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Really tough. I do have to say it must be really difficult uh, sharing a birthday with Johnny Depp. That is your most famous oh. uh, celebrity birthday. Very tough. But you also have Natalie Portman. So, oh, you know. that's cool. I like that. Good that and bad. Nice. Good yeah, for her. Julia? Your friend said that listening to Tea Time Each Week brought you two together, which I, I'm Aww. scared for you How? guys, but happy <laughs> for you at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Exciting so happy stuff. birthday. Oh, you good have a stuff. good friend. All yes. right. Shall we yeah. check in with some let's, celebs now? Let's do it. All right. Guys, I said it before, but it was like really mm. speculated and I'm scared of like the Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West teams. But now... It's more official that Irina Shayk and Kanye are seeing each other, potentially. They have been spotted and photographed officially. It seems like they took a birthday trip for Kanye's 44th birthday to France together, which is kind of crazy. And then they were spotted again. So they were like spotted walking around some (laughs) big French compound, which was kind of odd, the photos. But anyway, then they were spotted again, boarding a private jet back to the United States. So this is a little bit more substantial than we had the last time we talked about this. I'm still blown away and I've had time to process. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't know much about her. So yeah, I first many layers to this. First of all, 
it just makes me think that she is so much weirder than we ever knew. And it makes me think that Bradley Cooper is weirder than we ever knew. Because right. just like to go from someone normal to then Kanye West, you just can't. It just seems like someone who would date both those people, like they all must just be weirder than we ever could comprehend. So that's interesting to think about. Yeah. Uh, and then you mentioned, you know, this in the pictures, they're walking really <laughs> far apart. Why? What? You guys should see this. I think the Daily Mail like obtained them first. They are spotted. They are legitimately three strides ahead or behind <laughs> one another this entire walk. And it's like there are, I mean, they're in the same photo. Like you're going to, you might as well walk, you know. Right, you're not hiding anything. Right, we know you're together. Right, I don't. It's like she's three strides ahead of him the whole time, and they like turn to back and talking to him. I'm like, just walk slower, Arena. I don't know. Right, right. What goes on together? Yeah, yeah. So very strange. Super weird. I don't know how to feel about this relationship. I guess we'll just keep tabs. Sources are saying Kim Kardashian, again, doesn't care. She's so beyond it, yada, yada, which I kind of believe. So we're just going to let them go and be happy, I suppose. Yeah. Love that. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. All right. Next piece of relationship news. Yeah. So this week, Kate Arthur, uh, who works for Variety, was tweeting about the Variety Actors on Actors series, which comes out every year. Always really fun. Delightful. And Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, had a conversation with Kaylee Cuoco. Mm. And Kate Arthur on Twitter tweeted out and said her husband had put something in like her, like a book in the bathroom, like Little Miss Magic, because it was like a, a, you know, reference to WandaVision. So that was behind her in the thing. And it turns out that nobody knew Elizabeth Olsen was married. So this like little fun little tweet from the Variety editor like somehow accidentally broke the news that Elizabeth Olsen was married. So it now has like over 500 quote tweets. The stands were like, I'm sorry, her what? Like (laughs) her husband? So then (sighs) poor Kate Arthur had to add on to the thread and be like, guys, like check the transcript, listen to the interview. Like she literally says husband. So then I tweeted, somehow I got drawn into this (laughs) and quote tweeted it and was like, the ratio on this tweet is sending me because apparently it broke the news that Elizabeth Olsen was married. And mm-hmm. then the stands, who knew Elizabeth Olsen had stands, first of all, Rude. Um, <laughs> started tweeting at me and they were like, uh. these Kates are wild and out. And oh like, my. why are all these, why are all these verified accounts acting like they know if this is true or not? I was like, guys, I don't know anything. I just read the same tweet that you read. Damn. Why did you so they all get started- dragged around online? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The stands just have like a radar for me. They were like, how many people <laughs> knew and decided not to tell us? I'm like, okay, I didn't know. I just was talking about the way mm. you guys ratioed this tweet. So yeah, somehow I got dragged into that. But just so you guys know, Elizabeth Olsen is married. Um, I don't know her personally. <laughs> I did not have that information. <laughs> and I did not break that news. But uh, Variety did. And mm. yeah, congrats to her, I guess. Yeah, congrats. Um, speaking of being married, a couple of engagements came out. And then one piece of sad news on the engagement front. But let's start mm. with the good. Uh, Kate, go ahead. Yeah, I I just decided we should do engagement watch this week. And then I picked the only one that I was interested in and gave all the trash stuff to Liz and (laughs) Amelia. So sorry about that. Um, Okay, I have always been weirdly fascinated by Meryl Streep's kids and the fact that they the have her exact, her exact face. Mm-hmm. Um, Not and all just of like, them, though. One of the them girl, doesn't. The, it's wild. Yeah, right. The girls look very much like her. Um, well, no, there's another daughter who doesn't look like her. Oh, the it's one who weird. I don't know then? <laughs> yeah, it's like the youngest one, and she does. you would not be able to pick right. her out of a crowd of I just the fact that like or you would they they didn't take like they obviously have her husband's last name they like 
sort of kept their lives very quiet and yeah. then they kind of ended up in these like mediocre show business careers anyway like oh. one of them was on the newsroom the other one's on like Mr. Robot anyway <laughs> oh. we're talking about Grace Gummer today because she's engaged to Mark Ronson which I did not know was a thing didn't know they were together unless we previously talked about it but even then I forgot and yeah they're together also didn't know Mark Ronson was previously engaged to Rashida Jones um, oh, what in like 2003 mm. I just I don't know he's a like an enigma to me kind of yeah but yeah they've both been previously married they're engaged they're happy uh, she was on Mr. Robot and <laughs> it's just a weird couple it's a couple it that I didn't I have never considered the um, problem with like this podcast is like we just know too much like now I'm gonna know <laughs> that Mark Ronson is gonna be married to Meryl Streep's daughter and no one else will know and now I'm just burdened with that celebrity piece of information <laughs> and then he was with Rashida Jones it's too much right I just like picture Mark Ronson at like Streep family Christmas like is <laughs> that not like a fascinating yes, mental it is. scenario it's crazy it- also, Crazy. the Gummers, the Mamie and Grace Gummer are so interchangeable to me. Like, yes. literally, they are the same person. <laughs> they all have the same face as their mom. Uh, and like you're saying, wild. they they do these like semi-prestige shows, but they're always like the background character. Right. You're like, oh, that person mm-hmm. looks like Meryl Streep. And you're like, oh, it's the daughter. <laughs> yeah. One of them, I don't know which one, but one of them. Right, exactly. You get it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, next piece of engagement watch news. <laughs> an absolute A-list celeb. Wait, Can't yeah. wait to dedicate time to this. Go we ahead. have two A-listers <laughs> coming up. So get it. Get your Actually, notepads ready, A-listers. everyone. Yeah, we have three A-listers <laughs> coming up. So everyone... Slow down this podcast. Okay. Um, first up, we we have Luke. At first, I thought that was like Luke Hemsworth. And I was like, wait, there's another. There's like too many Hemsworths. But this is Luke Hemmings. He's also Australian. He is the five seconds of summer front man. Uh-huh. Um, you remember them? Kind first of, of yeah. all, disrespectful. Okay, okay. They I like that one had song a couple that they have. Great albums recently. Wait, okay. Also, Amelia, did you know there is legitimately a Luke Hemsworth, and he is the third oh, Hemsworth is, brother? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no wonder is. you thought that. Okay, keep okay. going. There you go. But he got engaged. Not Luke uh-huh. Hemsworth. Not Luke, Luke Hemmings. Oh yeah, Hemmings. Sorry, sorry. He's engaged to his girlfriend Sierra Deaton. So. <laughs> Love Guys, that. this was big news on social media. Both of their names sure were like was. trending. Oh, my really? God. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, first of all, let's have some respect for the boy bands on this podcast. Listen, I mean, it was like five seconds. Her name was trending. I was like, why is the name Sierra trending? Hmm. Uh, and then his name was trending. The stands are like really hardcore about this engagement. I love that for them. I do yeah. have respect for boy bands. I just don't know that I have respect for five, for, for five seconds, seconds of summer. Of summer. But I've been proven wrong, obviously. If the stands Whatever. care. We'll that deliver. Young Blood song wasn't that them. That it's was a good. good. Song. That that's is a good yeah. song. That's a legitimately good song. That was like that my is. wake up thing on my eye. So it's like kind of jarring oh, to damn. me now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, um, you like have trauma associated with exactly. it. Exactly. It's your like, alarm. <laughs> it's like remember, and I'm like, Ugh. okay, sorry. Um, and then other boy bander. This is. I think he's a bigger. He's a bigger name, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam Payne. He split with his fiance. Maya Henry. I don't know who this lady is, but um, she was the one who was like 18 oh, uh, when I think okay. when they started dating. Well, so I consider this a net win, actually. I'm sad that they are not together and I hope that they find someone better. But 
She yeah. was really young. Yeah, Kate, so. that was going to be my only question to you from a, a One Direction stand is did uh-huh. did did the other stands like her? Was this a relationship they supported? Because they're so territorial over those guys. You I know, didn't know, I think I don't think Liam had like quite the hardcore like shipping no. <laughs> as much as the other ones okay. did. So actually, I think he kind of got off scot-free because I don't think right. there was like another member of One Direction that they were like convinced he was like secretly in love with. I could be wrong. I'm sure there is one somewhere, but I think they weren't quite as hardcore about Liam. Okay. Uh, so I think this was allowed. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, Good to know. Uh-huh. And then finally, on the engagement news front, Frankie Grande <laughs> is Ariana the Grande's star. brother, the biggest star of all in this category. He got engaged and is very sweet. He apparently planned a celebration with his boyfriend and it was going to be celebrating his four-year sober anniversary. And that's what he told him and that they were going to meet up with friends, celebrate that. And then he surprised him with a proposal. The only thing that kind of caught me off guard was that he did it at, um, it was technically one of their like memorable first dates, Mm. but- it was at a VR, you know, virtual reality uh, okay. place in LA. That's too much. And apparently they put the VR thing on and then it says, will you marry me? Like it, as the message Aww. in the, I don't know how I've never done it, you know, in the glasses. The and then there was yeah. virtual fireworks and Ooh. all that stuff. So, you know. Okay. I don't like, I don't way. like that. I don't, I'm not into that. I personally Sorry. would not like to be proposed <laughs> yeah. in a virtual reality environment, that's but that's just me. Yeah. Um, so congrats to all those people. And, and sorry to Liam Payne, I guess is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Um, not worth the tea this week in social media and just the miscellaneous category. Kate, Love take that. it away. Guys, this was an oversight last week, and I would like to apologize for this absolutely huge news item that we just straight up missed. That's on me. And it's about Lil Uzi Vert and his forehead <laughs> diamond. Please cast your minds back. Uh, I think maybe a month or so at this point. Probably more than that. Maybe a couple months. Mm -hmm. To little Izzy Vert and his $24 million pink diamond that he got implanted in his forehead. He has now taken it out. Shocking news that he will Mm -hmm. not be going through life with this absolutely massive rock literally in his head. Um, I, for one, just can't believe it. I'm relieved. Uh, But it turns (laughs) out it was causing him bleeding. Oh, who could have predicted that? Christ, that's not good. Yeah. So he's posted some pictures like he's been in people's Instagram stories. He was spotted in Miami. His forehead does not have a twenty four million dollar diamond sticking out of it anymore. Does it have a Um, hole? Yeah. I was going to say, is there a scar? You know, I I saw he's he's in like a video on someone's Instagram and he doesn't. He doesn't have any marks on his forehead, but I also like didn't want to do any digging because I think it would mm. gross me out to sure. see mm-hmm. some sort of unhealed wound. Mm. Um, although I have to tell you that he said in an interview that he put it in his forehead because he couldn't trust himself not to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. <sighs> so absolutely terrible excuse, but I'm glad that it's out of his forehead. I hope it is somewhere yeah, else in his too. house. Yeah. Um, he expressed maybe a desire to turn it into a ring, which seems Ooh. much more practical. Although, again, yeah. it's like 11 carats. So that's Christ. like a, I mean, yeah. your one arm is going to be like jacked and your other arm isn't yeah. carrying that thing around. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm happy for his forehead. I hope it heals correctly going forward. Yeah, me too. That was stressful thinking about that infection. Really that infection. stressful. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm glad we have closure and I'm glad his forehead has closure. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> also important. A tea time staple. Thruple Watch mm. is back because the Gossip Girl reboot now has an official trailer. It's out on July 8th. 
And listen, I was like iffy on it. I'm like, I'm getting kind of like try hard euphoria CW Ooh, energy. Yeah. Um, watch the trailer. And first of all, there's a thruple in the first episode. <laughs> so immediately I'm like, you know what? I think just by virtue of having a thruple, like I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I just for okay. journalistic, for science, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Uh, for this podcast. But other than that, you know, it seems fun, I think. Um, all of I think I'm allowed to say this because I don't think the actors are actual teenagers. All of the girls in the show are really <laughs> hot. The guys could be hotter, I think. That's mm. always the case. That's the original, always the case. <laughs> the original Gossip Girl cast, I feel like, had just like Whew. a really hot group of guys. Murderer's row of young and actors. Really? That See? meant that they could get away with okay. a lot. Who I was, were you not into on the I, I'll be Girl honest cast? when they because I had read the books and was like really into the books and then oh, when they showed tough. when they showed Nate I was like you've got to be fucking kidding you didn't me. like wow. Nate oh I really God. didn't I was pissed off I was That's like spicy I know even I'm in the first couple of seasons before he like got punched and they had to like change his face <laughs> yeah do you guys remember that didn't what, that are, happen stop. are you more of like a Rufus gal like did you like him <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, what about Actually, like Chuck maybe Bass? no he's oh, problematic now so but I'll at go. the time no yeah. so oh my I'll God. Go. I'm sorry okay. not today yeah no nope. <laughs> that's a take well maybe you'll like the new ones um okay we'll see there are definitely okay. some lookers in the cast. I mean, it's on HBO Max. There's going to be like a ton of sex, I'm sure. So like, I'm sure the kids will be talking about it. We'll see. see I just need to pick and choose what to watch on HBO Max now because yeah. it's like, you know what? I can't be watching this and The Flight Attendant and Hacks and uh, Ooh, The Flight Attendant is, is good, actually. I know. I see. And I think I'm going to choose that over this Gossip Girl reboot because it's like, That's I like the first yeah. one and you know, I don't need to watch this new crap. Sorry. That's fine. Sorry to We're say. old, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's anyway, just throw up a watch update for you. <laughs> okay, nice. great. Um, next one. Very exciting. I think, Kate, you, I think all of us are Lord fans. I think you have been mm-hmm. waiting for this very publicly yes. for a very long time. Lord is teasing her new album. She said on her mm. website, arriving in 2021, patience is a virtue. She released her album nice. cover, which is what everyone is talking about. <laughs> the album is going to be named Solar Power. And the album cover is an upshot of Lord basically jumping over the camera. You can picture. Get it, um, girl. In what looks like maybe a, a thong bathing suit or maybe some whatever she wants to do. She It's just her bare legs. And then she's got, she looks very tan. Um, it's the sunshine streaming behind her. Mm. It's like very summery and like very fun mm. and joyful and kind of carefree. I'm extremely excited. Her last album was in 2017. That's when Melodrama was... Yeah, released like think early. It was early excited. 2017 because yeah. I was still in college. Yeah, when Melodrama came out. Jesus, yeah. I just can't wait. This seems like fun. Like it's gonna be a yeah. fun album, and yeah. maybe not like a real inner feels. Like this feels very summery. Obviously, it's gonna come. I don't know. Maybe within the next couple months. I hope for summer. Yeah. But yeah, can't wait. People are excited because like Phoebe Bridgers and like Jack Antonoff and Claro are like all involved in the mm. album. Wow. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, it'll be yeah. like a more sensitive, maybe like more low-key hot Ooh. girl summer. That's what I kind of get the yeah. vibe from her. Uh-huh. It's like that energy, That's but funny. not as over. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that reminds me of, do you guys watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race? There's like, I've been watching it recently and there's this one guy. And they were like, they're in like a, a singing competition. The guy's like, well, you know, even Lord has these. And then like they cut to one of the drag queens, Bob the drag queen. And he's like, I hate Lord. 
<laughs> oh, damn. Bob. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, that just triggered that for me. So anyways, that was, <laughs> we that was really neither here nor there. So yes, yeah. we do. Okay. Next one, Amelia. <sighs> yes. Okay. So in shocking news, Tyler Perry has announced to the world, he is bringing back Medea from maybe death, retirement, because he said that the world needs to laugh. And, you know, also he wants attention because, I mean, the man is so rich already. It's like, why would you bring this back? But it's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm bringing back Medea. It's like, wow, well, we missed her. So thank God. Um, And it's this is just very much, it's like, you know, the Elton John ploy where Elton John's been doing like, farewell tours since like maybe the early 90s mm. and this is Tyler Perry being like I've retired Medea she's she's never coming out again like she, this is the end this is the end the Medea's boo Halloween is mm-hmm. the last one and then it's like nope just kidding I want attention she's coming back and she's coming to Netflix yeah you're right this article that you linked this people article kind of quotes him over the years being like I'm done I don't want to play I don't want to be old playing Medea yada yada right. and this keeps coming it's also coming to Netflix which I think is interesting because Netflix yeah. has everything once again it's strange you can say no happy, happy for that fat paycheck you probably got though I that's know probably a lot yeah. I, it mm-hmm. probably is a lot but it's just yeah. like okay also that's a little slap in the face to all the really great comedians right now but okay he's mm-hmm. like the world needs to laugh because Bo Burnham's not doing it for us <laughs> so we gotta we got bring back Medea and like okay <laughs> this episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee you'll know real when you get it it'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head turning handbag a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, full pivot, cleansing the podcast. We're going to do cringe mode. We are covering this week the iconic 2004 <laughs> Lindsay Lohan movie, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. 
I think that you guys hadn't watched this before. This was a pivotal mm-hmm. movie for me in my childhood and adolescence, I should say. I think I was the only one who hasn't seen it. Amelia, you've seen it, right? No, I haven't seen it. I mean, you I've haven't? seen like clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh my God, you're such a fan. I know. It's, That's shocking. It, you know, I just didn't have the time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Busy lady. So, Kate, I know you've only watched this once, but you do do the plots. Are you good to take this one? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is, this will shock you, a very dramatic teen. Mm. Uh, she lives in New York. She grew up in New York City. It's like very much her personality that she is from New York City and she wants to be an actress. Um, but unfortunately, her family moves to New Jersey. And so she is in a new school. She basically like her whole thing is like, I'm from New York. Uh, I'm a star and I shouldn't be stuck in this small town, which you would think would be annoying, but it's actually very charming somehow uh, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this movie. She wears all these insane outfits. She makes uh, friends with this also on the newsroom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this young girl, Ella, who is like very introverted. She clashes with Megan Fox, who is the mean girl in the movie. And basically she bonds with her friend over this band that they love called Sid Arthur. Um, nice. And turns out <laughs> Sid Arthur is, uh, is going to be done. They're breaking up. So there's this like finale, like final concert. There's this whole drama over going and getting tickets. They end up meeting the lead singer. He's like drunk and a mess. And then they go to a party and they make up with the mean girl and the singer shows up. And also there's a musical that she's in, mm-hmm. in her school. That could have gone better. This is a complicated movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there are songs and she ends up performing in this musical. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all, all I got. Right. Good job. That's good. That was good. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let's do the highlights. You're up first, actually. Guys, tight 90 minutes. We love to see it. Logged on to Disney Plus. Everyone else in the world was watching Loki. We were watching uh, the 2004 <laughs> film Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. And I just cannot tell you my joy when I log on to knock off a cringe mode and it's an hour and 30 minutes long. Yep. I, it gets me every time. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Every movie should be 90 minutes. They packed it in, Agreed. too. Obviously, as they we just did. heard. A, a lot, lot happens. The plot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right, Amelia, what's your highlight? I would say on that note, just like logging on and one of the first scenes is like a, a beginning clip of CGI Lindsay Lohan doing a flip off a tree is I'm honestly so is iconic early CGI. Like it is so obvious that it was like that they did this on a computer. It's like, <laughs> do you remember the meme that went around of like the computerized Mike Pence like twerking to WAP. Do you remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember that? Okay, I'll post a video because it's like, so that's what it reminded me of. It it was just like very janky and it was, but it was just Uh like, yes, they're using CGI, the legs. Legs are bicycling through the air as she turns over. It's so fucking funny. I'm so happy you said this. That is a highlight for sure. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of crazy CGI uh, in this movie. A lot of like fascinating graphic choices. Yeah. Yeah. Other highlights, there is a Dance Dance Revolution showdown in this movie, and it's as beautiful as you would hope. It's Megan Fox versus Lindsay Lohan, which is also just incredible. They're doing the thing where it's like round one, and they're in their little outfits, and like Lindsay Lohan's wearing like a Knicks jersey and a Knicks hat, but like fashion version, and uh, they're like holding on to the back and like doing their little like pa-pa-pa. And this movie is, it's hard to stress how much this movie is like Lindsay Lohan is actually a pop star, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but it really pushes that agenda. So like all of the musical related things are like really hardcore and like self-serious, which is incredibly entertaining. But that also applies to the Dance Dance Revolution 
showdown like takes it incredibly seriously totally I, um, I cannot it's great. believe you put this in the highlights I put this in the lowlights not knowing you put it in the highlights it's this so is the good, cringiest Liz. scene of the entire movie I had a hard time right. fucking watching I can't oh, yeah, you no, I, who has second embarrassment watching Megan Fox and Lindsay Lohan jump over like a little handrail which <laughs> is not how DDR works it's like yeah. iconic oh, it was so good oh my god Katie yeah. I absolutely cringed my way through it, but I also was like, I can't believe this is it's happening. Amazing. This is the best thing wow. I've ever seen. Wow. Um, also, my only interaction prior to this movie, this is another highlight, was that my a childhood friend, like a young childhood friend, had the soundtrack uh, to this movie on a CD in her mom's car. And I like vividly remember looking at the CD, seeing all the like faces of Lindsay Lohan on it. Uh, and then she oh, would yeah. like play it constantly the uh teenage drama queen mm. song that is part of this movie yes. and somehow like i mean i'm a, i i guess i was 9 in 2004 so they, that is as young as i could have been but i imagine it was that year i remember like every word to this song it, just based on having heard it Good. like multiple times in this car <laughs> it's great the song is great yeah the dvd is still yes. up in my room fyi steps away oh. from me at this moment at age 27 i still Amazing. have it i love as it that. should be no, there are some real like the music in this. What I think is so funny is like there are a lot of like mid tier hits in this um, yeah. movie that were used. And of course, we have to, you know, say something about the iconic use of Simple Plans Perfect when she's like <laughs> crying. That was just like, yes, who? Yeah. Who decided to put those two together? You're a genius. Thank you. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and also the person who wrote this is a genius because the character of Lola, who her real name is Mary, but she's like, you know what? I changed my mind. I want it to be Lola because Mary just doesn't, doesn't work for me. And that's iconic. I think that inspired the Lady Bird script, to be honest. So Greta Gerwig, sure. you need to pay the screenwriter. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I think she inspired, I think the character of Lola inspired like Anna Sorokin, you know, the grifter. Ooh. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, she's just trying to be a socialite and stuff. And it, she yeah. makes it, Lindsay makes it look so much fun. And it's just like, yeah, I do want to yeah. aspire to be a, a grifter queen. So, you know. She inspired me at that age. I was Thank 11 you. watching this. There you go. She gave me the building blocks to be like a dramatic ass teenager. Yes. You yes. guys have read a couple of my um, diary entries from <laughs> yes. that time. I truly, I think now watching this, I was like, holy shit, that is how my mind worked. It, because everything happens like to her, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And to mm -hmm. no one else. She like every, she makes everyone else's lives revolve around here, which is probably just classic teenage girl. But definitely I probably took a bit too much of this and was extremely dramatic as like a preteen. At one point, Lola goes on a hunger strike, you know, mm. because her mom won't let her go to New York. She holds a funeral for the yes. breakup of this band. Yes. Yes. She tells every classmate and friend she has that her dad died just to make her sound <laughs> more interesting. Um, I have a theory about like her character as like an actual friend that I will mm. say later. Mm. But anyway, sure. as like for the dramatics and the theatrics, I feel like she yes. really nailed it. Yes. It's also, we said, just an iconic Megan Fox role. Mm. Three years earlier, she debuted this type of character in Holiday in the Sun as like a, yes. my daddy is rich, you don't know who I am type of character. <laughs> Channeled it, worked on it. Now it was just a full force in this movie. She was fucking So great. funny. She's she so funny. Some of the lines that they gave her, like, those glasses are so 10 minutes ago. Like, those things that she delivers so seriously— was just 
phenomenal. Yeah. Also, um, she she kind of talks like that anyway. And yeah. I'm not saying that she is a mean girl, but like I just the other day I was watching an interview that she did on the Kelly Clarkson show that was actually really likable. But she does kind of have this diction in her just natural voice where she just kind of yeah. sounds like kind of like, okay, like yeah, whatever. That's exactly what it is. And, so and it's just like kind of part of how she talks. And it that. just fits these roles so perfectly. Like it, it seems like she's like overdoing it a little bit, but then you're like, no, that's literally just how Megan Fox talks. Yeah. She was fucking Give her more roles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, just an iconic Lindsay Lohan year in history. It's 2004. Yeah. Mean Girls comes out this year, which is so mind-blowing. We can talk about that later and like what has aged the best and the worst. But crazy good year for her. I don't know that this Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen was um, up to par and was also as impressive. But anyway, she had Mean Girls. Her first studio album, Speak, was released in 2004. Her Be Fully Loaded would be coming out the following year. She was mm-hmm. 18. She was just like the queen of that time. Queen of 2004. Yes, 100%. All right, let's do some lowlights. Kate? Again, I just feel like I keep bringing this up every podcast, but I felt a little attacked by this movie as someone who has recently moved from a city to not a city, uh, not a big city. She's moving to New Jersey. She's like looking at the cows and like in Mm. this neighborhood. And she goes, oh, and her mom's like, it's just grass. And she's like, it's all over the place. (laughs) Which, again, as someone who's been walking around Indiana uh, going on weekly Target runs as the highlight of my life, Mm -hmm. there is grass all over the place, and that's pretty much it. So (laughs) I just felt a little attacked. I also have to say I did not put this in here, but I felt a little attacked by, like, the fangirl culture in this movie Mm -hmm. as someone who is a fan of, like, (laughs) K-pop groups that have been disbanding lately. I'm like, Mm. damn, the funeral? Like, I get it. I feel that a little bit. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, just, like, a little bit attacked by that. Also, I got to tell you, there's like a love interest in this movie. She like kisses him at the end of the movie. And I was like, who are you? Like, have do we know your name? Did we ever learn your name? <laughs> I don't in know. In this Sam, movie, I guess right? we did. It's Sam. But I'm just like, she, the rock star comes to find her. Like, yes, he has issues, but also you could fix him. She's also like a lot older than her. Absolutely not. I am so shocked by you writing that. I know. It's it's, you're right. (laughs) I just was so bored by fucking Sam. I was like, why are you here? Like, you don't need to be here. Right. Uh, That when she's like, no to Sid Arthur. And then she like makes out with rando Sam. I was like, this isn't a good mm -hmm. ending. Sid mm. Arthur is a freaking creep. It's the epitome of like he never is. meet your heroes, which is like yeah. they found out at the time. Like they idolize yes. this man. He ends up getting kicked out of his own party, which is how they meet. Like they have this whole saga with him where they've been mm-hmm. like leading up to this moment. He's a drunken mess, which is, you know, he's troubled. That's okay. But then also he comes back to find her at the end of the movie. And she's like, how you been? And he, he was like, Basically, like I've, I'm sober now because <laughs> someone told me that like I was a mess, like all flirty. I'm like, I was going, I'm going to rehab. Like, yeah. oh my god, this is like really adult, right? But and all it took whatever. was this one 16-year-old to be like, oh, right. you're such a mess, to him be like, oh, I've hit rock bottom, like that. Got Very you creepy. So bizarre. Uh, anyway, true. anyway, he was <laughs> fucking weird, and I didn't enjoy him. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I will say one, one, like, this is really nitpicking, but, um, there's a scene where (laughs) Megan Fox and her little cronies are all wearing (laughs) like designer, like we've got Burberry and coach, but 
if you stop the movie and you zoom in on her friend to the left, who is actually the girl. If you, have you seen Life with Derek? <laughs> Mm-mm. On the Disney Channel? <laughs> no, it's so good. It's like this Canadian TV show that I used to like watch in um, just shame. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she is in that, but she plays one of Megan's um, friends and she is rocking what appears to be a coach with those little, the C logo bag. But if you zoom in on the bag, there are little G's on the coach and they're not Gucci G's. They are those coach G's that you find on knockoff bags on Canal Street, New York City. Like it is just this. God damn it. You know, <laughs> like you're not rich. You need. OK. And coach is literally that is the least expensive, like, uh, you know, logo bag you can buy. So they couldn't even afford that for the budget. The, Come on. The budget was 15 million. They were tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, they had to do a big cash payout. So ah, I guess what they but, had left. Jeez. That was disappointing. <laughs> yeah. We already covered it. I put the the dance dance revolution scene was just fucking too much, but Kate disagrees. So we don't have to uh, continue on that conversation. Um, (laughs) All right. What has aged the best and the worst? Amelia. I would say best. She is a fashion girl of the 2000s. And I have run into many a fashion girl and they they love to take risks. And honestly, we have to stand. And you know what? <laughs> Y2K fashion is coming back, mm-hmm. um, which scares me a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's just it's a great look. And now I think people will be watching this movie and trying to cop her style because she is over 100%. the top. She is wild. Like she is mixing patterns. She is mix- <laughs> she's going for it. She's mixing brands. It's iconic. She looks great. It's just I mean, I'm sorry, but Lindsay Lohan she has the most perfect face, okay? And and she, she just can pull everything off. I just, oh my God. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Continue. We'll sorry. save it for the MVP section. Okay. Our okay. real yeah, Lilo yeah, yeah. standing. Yeah. Um, it's the worst. I gotta tell you, it's probably for the best considering the content of Jennifer's body. Mm. But seeing actual high school age Megan Fox in this movie really emphasizes how much she's like very clearly in her 20s in Jennifer's sure. body, which mm-hmm. like, again, is good. Like we don't want Megan Fox, like actual teenager Megan Fox doing any of that in Jennifer's body. But like once I saw her in this, I was like, oh, she's like an adult adult mm, <laughs> in, yeah. in Jennifer's body. It's like very obvious uh, that she's not high school age, but it's fine. You know, yeah. they both work. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I also I want to shoehorn one other thing for best uh, freckles. OK, yes. freckles of Megan Fox and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. Megan Fox got rid of her freckles, but oh, my God, freckles are. I remember freckles. And they're still in, but like just being like, I'm never wearing sunscreen because I want freckles and freckles look so good, which is not good. Wear sunscreen. But um, yeah, freckles, just a great, great look. The teens really are cute. putting freckles, painting freckles on their faces yes. now. I see it all I over know. TikTok. So that has yeah. aged the best. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I would also say them doing the Pygmalion remake kind of. It mm-hmm. was like, I mean, it's been done before, obviously. Uh, My Fair Lady is... Uh, remake of it but uh you know i love that they're doing it in new york city i think that would actually someone baz lerman now is your time mm. to do this yeah you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying you mm-hmm. know so i think also something that's aged the best is just teens having to romanticize their mm. own lives which is a form of survival depending on like where you are 
the country, but I've been on enough like teenage TikTok now to know that all you need is a rainstorm and an empty parking lot and your life is a movie and no one can tell you otherwise. And I like it. I mean, that's, you know, you got (laughs) to spice up your own life and be responsible for thinking that like everyone now calls them, you know, it's like you're the main character. I think that's the 2021 version of like Lola because she certainly has like big, she's literally the main character. Huge main character energy. Oh my gosh. Judy Greer. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. So that's a great point. Yeah. Teenagers will continue to do this. I think I did it. Maybe you guys did it too. It's just like you got to in order Mm -hmm. to survive your teenagers. Um, What has aged the worst, I think, is like the fact that this movie and Mean Girls, which is such a like a titan in the comedy world still now, was released in the same year like she had the same agents the same team that was telling her to do certain and pick certain movies like I just can't believe it that one is it's wild like icon and this is an icon but in a different way you know in a smaller way it really and even just like I mean the fact that she's the same age in both movies is wild because the characters are so different and just the the depiction of high school right. is so different. However, I would say there are some through lines to this. Like she is, she narrates both as like kind of the mm-hmm. the ma- obviously mm-hmm. the main character. She's the outcast that moves into this small suburban town yeah. that has to like find her way. <gasps> she there's a good amount of physical comedy in this movie and Mean Girls. Yes. There's like even yeah. a fucking trash can scene You're like so running right. through the halls. You're I was so like, right. oh, this is exactly Lindsay Lohan before she head dives into that big trash can in Mean <laughs> Girls. Yeah. It just, I did see some similarities actually, but so yeah, many parallels. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're crazy. so right. I didn't even think of that, but you're so, oh my God. Someone should do a side by side. That's, yes. Amazing. If only someone was a writer on this podcast, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Um, all right. Let's do MVPs. I think we know Amelia, but go ahead. I mean, <laughs> it's Lindsay Lohan. 2004 yeah. was her year. I'm, I know that 2021 is going to, the tail end is going to be her year too. Okay. And I saw a tweet somewhere where someone was like, you know, you guys are making fun that she's just doing an overboard remake. Well, these are the same people who will see the same fucking Fast and Furious movie, you know, 20 times in a theater. And you know what? Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. You're Amen. right. So mm-hmm. let Lindsay have fun with her Netflix holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she is so great in this. Her comedic timing, just her delivery of the line. I mean, we've, we've known this because she's in Parent Trap, you know, in Mean Girls. she's She can transform into a character. She really is a great actress. Mm-hmm. And yes, maybe she partied a little too much, but can you blame her? I mean, to be no. young, hot, and in 2004. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't. And you know, she's she's just amazing and she's so good in this and also she knows that she's a fucking boss. You know, she the fucking icon she is. She shows up to the goddamn premiere with the guy who played Stu and not her actual love interest. Like incredible. Oh, amazing. There it is. We have to stand. <laughs> like she knows she's too good for the love interest and she's going straight to the rock star. That's You're yeah. so right. You're so right, Lindsay. She's just so yeah. inherently likable in this. Like the character yeah. on paper is so annoying. Like the character yeah. of Lola. Like why would you like this character? Why are we rooting for this character who yes. lies to people mm-hmm. and like, you know, just is so over the top and annoying. But like there's no point in this movie where I was like annoyed by her no. or not rooting for her. Yes. Yeah. She just she brings so much like charm and joy to it. That so much. It's just great. Also, her singing is great. And the yes. role was originally offered to Hillary Duff, which is so oh. crazy to think about. She would have obviously done a good job. We also love uh, Hillary Duff, but it's just uh, different. Not it's the great. same. Not I don't. The same. She, I'm sorry, but Hillary Duff, 
fall off cliff. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Okay, Wait, maybe not. You're fine today. Anti Hillary Duff. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. But the real actress, the real star, is Lindsay Lohan. I'm just yeah. saying, that's my opinion. That's my personal opinion. You're okay? right. You're right. I mean, not about the fall of a cliff part, but comparatively, right, right, this right. is Lindsay's role for sure. <laughs> this is. This is. Kate, who's your MVP? Uh, obviously got to be Lindsay Lohan, but honorable mention to the uh, kooky drama teacher. Oh. We love a kooky drama yes. teacher on this podcast. Yes. Um, and we get a great <laughs> one. We get a great one in this movie. She's so. very I love Carol Kane. She's freaking great. So good. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, the MVP is Lindsay Lohan. However, <laughs> I do have this like theory. It's going to be quick, but played by anyone else. She's low-key maybe a bad friend. And I think everyone <laughs> has a friend in their youth, if you're on like the quiet or shy side, who like drags you into things that make you genuinely uncomfortable, but under the guise of like, oh, come on, don't you want to like live and have fun? And then you as like a quiet, more like introverted person are like, oh, okay. But it <laughs> genuinely makes you uncomfortable. Lindsay Lohan, drag this girl, Alison Pill, for 67 blocks through New York City in the she dead did. of the night. Where she, she was did. very genuinely scared and wanted to go home. <laughs> So if you think that you don't have that friend, that means you are that friend. And I would say, be, and I think in your mid twenties, you like learn, you're like, oh, people did things that I genuinely didn't want to do under like a, right. you know, have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. No, stay smart. Uh, quickly, yep. the lightning round. We only have two. We only have two questions. <laughs> really lightning this week. Oh God. Best 2000s fit, Kate. Guys, the amount of hats in this movie, mm. I cannot stress it enough. Every other scene, there's a hat or a head it's accessory. True. Yes. Uh, bucket hats everywhere. Uh, the little like page boy caps everywhere. Uh, literally couldn't choose a favorite hat, but I know Amelia is going to shout out the Knicks outfit. So I'm mm. actually maybe going to pick the Knicks, the embroidered accompanying bedazzled Knicks hat. Yeah, it's yes, awesome. That's really good. Knicks outfit. That's I mean, good. she's got, it looks a little homemade. She's got some macrame mm. going on. You know, she's yeah. also rocking her coke bottle necklace so I was she's say, got a lot of shit going on yeah except throughout the whole movie the whole yes. movie and that plays mm-hmm. a pivotal part in bringing sid arthur you know to his you know to meeting them i guess yeah. kind of in the yeah. end but um yeah she's got also what i love i'm looking at a picture right now she has those arm what are they called arm wrist warmers arm warmers yeah you know, the, yeah. where they're like sleeves, but like sleeves, like fingerless exactly. like gloves, yeah. fingerless gloves. That's what it is. When, like, I don't know why we thought that was a good idea to steal from the 80s. But like that, I remember that happening back in like 2004 that. And then she has another like um, uh, sweatband wrist arm thing further up her arms. So and many layers, literal so layers. Many confusing Everything costumes. is so like four different pieces on top of each other. Really good. <laughs> yeah, really good. I love really good. that. Yeah. Um, lastly, who wore the 2000s sidekick conductor hat better? Kelsey from High School Musical or Ella? This is a great question. Like based like, you know, bitch stole my look side by side. <laughs> it's It's got to be Ella. However, Kelsey made it her entire hey, brand. Thank and you. I just absolutely have to respect that. Like you, you think do. of Kelsey you from do. High School Musical and the only thing anyone thinks of is the awful hats, you know, and like hat. history has not remembered Allison Pill as Ella, but like mm-hmm. history has remembered Kelsey from High School Musical and her stupid hats. It's so true. like, I got to give so it to true. her. That's so true. So you know? true. I also, again, think genuinely Ella will go to college and graduate and be like, oh, maybe Lola, that friend I had in high school is like pretty shitty. So I'm going <laughs> to pick probably Kelsey from High School Musical because I think yeah. she liked it more. I don't know if she Ella did. had a good time. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. right. You're so right. 
All right. Shall we wrap this iconic movie and move on? All right. Tea Time's unanswerable questions. Again, two short ones. Uh, Kate, go ahead. Guys, I just really am concerned about the Crocs situation that is happening in our world. Mm. I was hoping it would be like a really quick little phase and then everyone would go back to making fun of Crocs, but that has not yet happened. (laughs) Uh, And Balenciaga has made it worse. My question is, Balenciaga made Crocs stilettos and I want to know why. That is something that should never exist. And I know that they made it because it should never exist. And so that people like myself would be sucked in and talk about it on their podcast. And guess Mm. what? It worked. However... If you look at these pictures, it's literally a crock with like a stick on the bottom. It's not even creative. It's literally just a crock with a stick on the bottom. They also made like platform crocs boots and they've already made like wedges crocs. (laughs) And I just, I, when will it end? I don't know. And I'm so worried. Anti-fashion has gone too far. It really has. And I just think, I think the teens have been sucked in and I worry for our future. Also, on that note of it being a stick, if you look at the photo and you zoom in, it it looks like it is the same material that, I mean, I think it is. It has to be. That is made from the Croc shoe. And if you know mm-hmm. anything about Crocs, if you've even felt it, you don't even have to wear them. They're, they're bendy. So yeah. I'm worried that when you put your shoe in and you put even a little bit of weight, not even your full weight on it, like a quarter of your weight, you will break your ankle. Yeah, I would hope that they would have some structure, but you know what? You never I don't know. know. I don't know. And honestly, if you put these on your feet, you deserve whatever happens to you. Oh, so okay. Godspeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. Also kind of cursed. Kieran Knightley kind of just needs to chill. I don't feel as strongly <laughs> about this as if this came out in like May of 2020 after we had like been in full lockdown for like many months. I feel calmer about it now. However, she still needs to just not speak like this. She told Harper's Bazaar, the UK, that her quarantine closet and how she spent quarantine was she wore Chanel, a different Chanel outfit every single day of quarantine. Okay. And she put red lipstick on every single day and she dressed her kid up in Chanel every day. And I get the, her basically reasoning was like, everything is so scary and apocalyptic outside. Like what are the, what's the point of these lovely things sitting in the closet? It's so important to be happy for the kids during this time, which I get in theory. However, dressing up in Chanel every day when so much terrible things have happened in the last year, I'm like, you shouldn't have said that, that like no one needs to know that, that it's Chanel, like, you know, and then she said her husband wore his quote, array of peacock colored Gucci suits every day while the mom and the daughter, while she and her daughter were in Chanel. And again, I just don't, I just don't find that necessary to announce to a world full of many different people who are struggling in the pandemic, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just keep that to yourself. I would say. I, I, when I saw this on there, I was like, okay, Keira Knightley has had like a Chanel everything since like 2007. She has like partnerships with them. She's like the face of them, whatever. So I was like, okay, maybe she's just like doing free promo mm. for Chanel. But then the thing about the suits, they're Gucci. So like you didn't have to say right. that. Right. And like she has to have a team that knows better than this. I know. To be like, this is relatable. Like people right. will love to hear this. This is yeah. like Gwyneth Paltrow. Being like, oh, yeah. I caved and ate bread. Like, right. it's not, you got to know better. <laughs> Plus, like, here, like, Knightley is not doing so many interviews. We barely hear from her. And I'm like, I like her. I want to hear from her. But not right. when right. she's going to say this once every four years. Not like right. this. <sighs> anyway, tough. tough. All right. 
that's it. That's the end of the pod. Thank you so much, Kaya, who produces this this show every single week. Um, and thank you God guys bless. so much for listening. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kidawa. And I'm Amelia Wedmeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.